I feel like I'm not a parent yet, but based off of what I know about the parents who genuinely love being a parent, they strive to make sure everything I didn't have, you wanna, you wanna have, and I think that's what I'm gonna do, right? But I wanna do it with a balance mm. that I wanna make sure because that's dangerous because, and again, I'm not a parent. I'm just speaking from my perspective. Yeah, we ain't parents. Yeah, we are not. Right, we, so do not we don't, we don't need a parent committee. Like, they're talking about parenthood right. and they don't know shit about having right. kids. Like, yeah. child, we, we know. We know. But um, I want to be careful that my passion to give my child everything that I didn't have, I begin to project a certain lifestyle and certain things mm -hmm. on my child instead of, Okay, yeah, we know you want a lot of affection. Whatever. We know affection was an issue for you. You want to make sure your kid has affection. Yeah. But let's understand how your child wants affection. Mm -hmm. Don't mm -hmm. just give it the affection the way you would have preferred to get it. Let's understand yeah. this is how I'm going to show you I love you, but am I doing? Is this connecting? Yeah. I might not need you to buy it. I think about parents who buy kids gifts, and I remember my friends just been like, I don't want another fucking pair of shoes. <laughs> she she always buys right. me shoes when I pass. I don't want that. Yeah. I just wanted to say good job. Right. I don't right. want that, right? I want to avoid that. Me mm -hmm. thinking I know what's constantly best to emotionally support my child and it not been a two-way street. Mm -hmm. Fatherhood is more so balancing the, the presence of existing as yourself. Yeah. Like, existing as yourself, I want my child to feel protected and existing yes. as themselves. I don't want them to feel limited. Right. I don't want them to feel somehow isolated from knowledge. Yeah. And because we live in a world where I feel like everything is is constantly available at your fingertips. It's a saturation of information. We have algorithms that kind of feed to your interests alone. And so all of that comes into play. And so I think one of the main things that I think about is how do I protect my child from all of those elements while they define them true they selves? Are. And it's so hard. Because I look at my nephews, like I said, and they have so much personality right now in them. So much personality that as they go to schools, education systems yes. that kind of strip some of that away from it's them. It's going to. Especially now that we don't have after-school arts programs that help students that weren't necessarily academically strong, right? Yeah. As we would say. No, that's a uh, thing, though, right? They, it, yeah. Very much so. And so if we don't give our, our children that in itself, the freedom to exist as themselves, right, to be able to come to you with their biggest concerns... Yes. The things that are, are are tearing them apart. Yes. And you know, inside and they can't talk to you without that being a safe space. That's that's something that I I fear the most because I know that it is hard out here for young black people in general. There's it is so hard out here for black people in general to navigate this. And world. so if I can't feel that or provide that for my child, I think that that becomes the, the greatest thing that's just like, damn, I don't want to be a, a, a daddy. Yeah. yeah. I can't do this shit, man. If I can't have my child feeling like I'm their biggest supporter, I don't want I it want because to, yeah. I, that's all I wanted to know was that I had a supporter, someone that through whatever 
because I did some shit. Well, I'd have been, yeah. I'd have, uh, 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 you know. But it's that, um, it's a, it's that foundation. Mm. And it's that foundation that, again, thinking about my granny and my mom, I could go to them and talk to them about anything. Mm-hmm. And it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody messing with you in school? Granny's like, all right, she we walking. Up. Like, we walking down the highway to That's my elementary school. That's where my grandma was. Like, man. so who, what, what's going <laughs> on, on today? Yeah. And mom, same thing. Like, oh, if Valentine's Day is a big deal to you, it's a big, it's a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go. We mm-hmm. getting you cupcakes. Whatever the case may be. Uh. You want to be you want to be a doctor? Great. You're a doctor. You want to mm. do hair? We buying you barbie whatever even though they was looking sideways. Yeah. And had their opinions on how they probably wish, you know, I would have whatever the case may be. At the at the core, I knew I could express myself. So any Thing that was traumatic like when I went and told granny about I didn't tell that part of the story but when I went and told granny about what went down with the <laughs> let's just say they they wasn't living no longer in the neighborhood oh, okay. they ain't dead or anything yeah, but let's okay. just say that was <laughs> just to clear that out they ain't dead child <laughs> <laughs> put them in a third <laughs> lynch mob nah let me no. stop no 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 I'm joking I'm... and I appreciated that right mm. and I think to your point I want to make sure I instill that in that is I know that no matter what, mm. right, this is, this is, I have someone, mm. right? People joke like, you don't want kids, because I joke that I want an au pair mm. to assist me, yeah. whatever, because I have, I have my strategies and what I believe is going to help me be a successful mm. father, mm. right, and raise a successful Whatever, however we define, you know, mm. even that was even that shit. I yeah. want like, what do you mean a successful? Like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah, does a successful, successful father, father even? The fact that I have a a vision in my head about fatherhood, fatherhood, or what a successful father mm. is. No, you you said your, your grandmother is right. I want to just harp on that for a little minute because my grandmother's the same. My mother's my auntie's the same. Step about me on every occasion. I'm talking about they there. And if they have to make a call, to make a call is called. Period. And so black women single-handedly within all black men have been able to give us certain values, values and certain principles in life to keep us on this on this train steady. Yes. Because this shit get rocky. Real quick. And even though daddy ain't there and uncle sometimes in and out, mom and them always there. They got the special sauce. Exactly, man. Right? They, they got the connection. They, they got, got the, the juice. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, so my, my grandmother and my aunties, they and my mother, they had such a profound impact on me growing up. But one thing as a young man I always thought about was how to be a be- the best father, like you yes. said, right? Just having this idea of what fatherhood should be. How do I teach them to play sports? Right, and then I, I come back and I think about it like why, 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 why sports? Why is sports such an essential part? Yes, of teaching them to be masculine, right? Or why is uh, fighting such an essential thing to teaching them to be masculine? Yes, and so I'm just like I got to figure out through my own self evaluation how I, I plan to balance that out, and like you said, not over exert myself or extend myself to my child without exploring how they want to re-receive. Right. Because we have to meet them where they are. And to your point, it's also what environment and what type of days are we living in, right? And it's it's very situational and it's very environmental, right? Like Granny taught 
I was walking to school, mm. right? West Virginia on rocks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> dirt road? Walk, right. Yeah, dirt road. No. Train tracks. Every, like, yeah, walking to school. Or dirt road? Dirt roads. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, when we first out. got blacktop, what the roads yeah, are asphalt. now. Yeah. I remember when we got blacktop, and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Now I can ride a bike yeah. without the rocks. Yeah, Kai having all that red <laughs> dust on that bitch. Right. <laughs> but, um... That <laughs> <laughs> red dust. Nah, hey, shout out to all my family at the top, top of the Florida, man. Hey, we got family all throughout the panhandle. If you're about them dirt roads, you know about them dirt roads from Greenwood, South Carolina, Maryland, all that. Hey, right. So, so you up in Virginia with the dirt roads, though? West Virginia. Oh, West Virginia. Two different states. Okay. Yes, you know, for the people. All so right, they yeah, know. Yeah. But so, how to walk to school and how to navigate when strangers, whatever that case may be, while walking to school might not necessarily be. The same experience that's going to be for my child, right? By the time our kids ain't really, my kids, I don't think will be walking to school, right? Because they're oh, like, I'm valley. about to be in the verb, honey. They have, we'll a have valley a driver. driver, right? So the conversations <laughs> I'm going to need to have are going to look very different. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I jokingly say that it is very environmental. So your way of thinking, mm-hmm. right, that got you through as an adult, that got you through as a kid, may not be the same way that you need to apply to your child. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we we also trauma bond and develop perceptions based on the things that we've been through within yes. our past, as opposed to utilizing our newly formed yes. and shaped experiences yes. to carry us forward a little bit more. Yes. Acknowledge those things in the past, right, yeah. that helped us get to where we are. But some of that was a matter of survival. Yeah. We did what we had to do to get through. Yeah. But now when we're more established, we should afford ourselves a little bit more time to think strategically about how we'll raise our children, where we'll raise our children. I think we were talking about this the other day. As far as some of the the luxuries of American society, there's things that do hold great advantage, right? But I can see the value of also raising a child outside of the U.S. where the, the education systems are more central to the idea that you are responsible for your education. Yes. No one's responsible for your education. Education is not a matter of you going to school. Education is a matter of you being a lifelong learner. Yeah. Yo, hold on. Child, here you go. Look, man, take look. It a, you be taking a down <laughs> road. But man, I, I, I have to because that's what I think about as a father. I want my child to have the best outlook on Life. Learning. Yes. And being a life learner. Yes. And I agree with you. I'm not going to take us off topic, but we had this conversation of the what we think education means, mm. right? And a lot of people think, oh, college this, college that. And I remember early on going into college as a senior in high school, like, yes, college, there's a part of it that is absolutely about access to acad- the world of the academy, mm. Mm. meaning education, college, higher education. There is absolutely a benefit to gaining access to that. But more importantly, it taught me how to navigate a real world that we live in. Mm -hmm. It was a social construct of you are now in an environment that you've never been to, no parents. How are you going to navigate with these people Mm -hmm. from all over? Like I think about Greg, who was doing the video today. Like we met in the residence halls. 
And I learn now, and this is how I interact with, you know, I'm learning stuff from an inner city kid. Yeah, I'm from yeah. the, the country roads yeah, of West Virginia. Now yeah. he put me on the like, yeah. oh, wait, this is how you add yeah. some sauce to these noodles. Like, what's your, <laughs> you know? that. <laughs> so, like, that's, that's a valid point because I think about to my undergrad experience, shout out to fam, where I also got to experience that. I'm talking about black people yes. from every walk yes. of life. Yes. And they also become a part of your social network. Your career network, excuse me, your career network. And people that you casually know through the professional streams, people you keep connected with over uh, LinkedIn, but also people that you can just, hey, so-and-so, yeah, he went to law school down in Orlando. Yeah, all right, put me a connection with so-and-so. Yeah, we need y'all on Out of Line Podcast. Right. Yeah, seriously. We trust y'all because (laughs) y'all went to so-and-so. Yes. So I feel like that network alone is invaluable. You like you you can't put a dollar sign on being freely black in a space where you feel like you're just protected. Yes. By this this supreme energy that yes. resonates at HBCUs yes. for one, but that just gives you a, a certain love, a certain charity that I don't think you you can get anywhere else. You can't and it's it's so off topic, but whatever. It's it's about the exchange of information, right? Mm-hmm. And when I think about my undergraduate experience at Marshall University, shout uh-huh. out to Marshall University, it taught me literally the world, right? Yeah. Like, this is the real world. We joke and say that, but it, it was like, this is the real world. This is how you navigate life. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a social So now when you're in these meetings, you remember being in the organization's and in the residence hall, you remember these things and you start to see you apply those real things to the real world. And while higher education isn't for everyone, it gives us more advantages, right? To navigate things. Like I think about starting this business, Mm -hmm. us starting the podcast business. There was just certain things we didn't know how to navigate. Yeah. And was like, could have easily been like, I don't know how to do this. I don't even know where to go to start this. But we had our network. Like, yo, you start, yeah. yo, nah, nah, nah. they like, oh man, let me give you. Oh, wait, you do. Oh man, yeah, like, like yeah, you, yeah, your friends started yeah. just your network. Mm. People like, yo, we went to school together. Like, we good. Soul off the strength of going to school together. Solely off. The <laughs> like strength. that's that's the beauty of it, man. Because on a, on another level to to that same point, you learn to become resource oriented. Yes, that there's an answer out there. Yeah, you just gotta find. You it. just gotta find it. <laughs> You ain't just gonna give up. You just gotta find it. And that's the determination that you get. <laughs> you know, from college, man, I, I think, or higher education in, in itself, but to your point, man, as it, laughable as it is, you, you develop a certain ambition, a certain drive about yourself from being amongst people, especially people that look like you, yes. that have pushed themselves to the highest degree. Right. And again, out of that, you, you, you develop friends, man, that like, day one. Yeah. They, they're, like, they're for you on on anything. Anything. Stand-up guys and, and gals. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, but talking about masculinity, right, going back to what we originally were talking yes. about. I know we took a, a, a little detour, but talking about masculinity, just even exhibiting love, Amongst men, that's something that we have found difficult in a way, in, in some aspects. Big boys don't cry, right? 
And we were taught that from a very young age. Oh, yeah. A very young age that we have to always handle ourselves. Keep it together. Keep it together. Get it right. So I'm over here like big boys don't cry, right? And I think about that concept because we are taught stay strong, you can do this, right? You're, you're not supposed to show emotion. But I think about, again, me being raised by all women and thinking about the concept of my family, that was just the concept of the family. This is an institution. We, we protect the family at all costs. We don't show that we're weak. We will not be vulnerable in public. And so when you think about, is it masculinity? Is it, or is it, is it black people? Are we, with everything that we had to deal with, right? And everything that we are processing... And the way we hold on to, like, we hold on to shit. Uh-huh. We're just taught to hold on to shit. You don't talk about it, right? Yeah. And then thinking about this out of line, going back to that, we're taught you don't express... It's not okay to show your emotion. That's what the fuck I'm trying to say. Yeah, protect <laughs> protect your protect your vulnerabilities. Yes. Because when somebody finds that you're vulnerable, they try to manipulate you. Is what we're taught. That is, is that, and sometimes that, that, true, though. It, is, it could be true. <laughs> and a lot of we shouldn't be teaching survivability. That's that's good for crisis. We get through it. We do what we got to do. But at the same time, there are certain things that a little love and compassion will go a long oh, ways. Way. A little love and compassion will yeah. go a long ways. We don't always have to be hard body and tough to our children, to, to each other. Because we need the love, y'all. We need yeah. the love. <laughs> spread a little love. Nah, for real. Yeah, spread a little love. Um, because we need each other. We we should be able to exist in this society, in this world, knowing that we have each other. And look how quickly it evolved to black fatherhood. Right, because navigating <laughs> life as black men. Right. That's, that, that was the opening topic, is navigating life as black men. And as you can see, the conversation has taken shape in so many ways from us unpacking our childhood traumas, exercising emotional intelligence within ourselves, knowing when we've reached our limits. So whenever we have to survive situations, we shouldn't take that on as a badge of honor, but sit it to the side and say, look, I appreciate that I got through that. And it it was something that carried me through. How do you define what blackness is? How do you define your blackness and what that means? And I think that's just going to be interesting because just as we've learned concepts around this is how to be masculine, we've also been taught this is what your blackness looks like. But we'll unearth that on a on another episode. We got to, man. We have to unearth <laughs> that on another episode because, look, we have been dealing with some heavy weight here. But again, we want to just introduce it. Uh, it may come out through a variety of means. Just be us just, again, just shooting off into the stars. You know? Really? And just aiming high in these conversations so that you all can engage with us and help us explore these conversations because, again, we know that they're important topics that we want to share. That can be a, a, a conversation, a series in itself. Uh, but here it is. We end up on fatherhood. Right. <laughs> and, it, and it's real, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when I think about my ending point, this mm-hmm. is my ending point. When I think about our podcast, you know, I joke and say, we like Erica Badu. We sensitive about our shit. Yeah. But to me, this is also my legacy to my kids. Mm-hmm. 
right? This is an open or whoever. I'm I'm praying that I have kids one day, but even if I don't, for the cousins or for the young kids, I want to. When people think about what is some good advice, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, how can I navigate this situation? I want people to be able to turn on the uh, episode and be like, adulting and friendship, black and father, black fatherhood. Mm-hmm. Let me just listen to what yeah. motherfuckers, you know, what is just a different <laughs> you, right? And like, yeah. that's what it's about. It's not trying to be the expert, trying to say we have it figured out. But in a way, this is therapy for me and you as black men, but this is also showcasing the generations be how we have figured this shit out. Yeah, and how we take it day by day, to to your point, is like having an audio book yes. of our experiences in life that hopefully are cousins, little family across the board. I yes. always say my cousins because I got I feel like that just include a lot of my family when right. I say cousins. But no nah, And we um, got a lot of cousins. A lot of yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no nah, but I think having something that could be a resource to black people is 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 so essential for me because I, That's I feel like we, right. Because we we experience so much within life and we don't experience these things alone. We don't. We don't, we don't. get to experience this shit alone. So, and you don't want. You don't. You don't have to. Right. And so, what we what we're doing is trying to just say, hey, let's get ahead of it, and let's let's be open to these conversations, so that somebody can get through their shit. Yes, a look, different way. You, you, you gotta you gotta go through that shit like you going through it, <laughs> yeah. and and experiencing black father. Hopefully, in the future. Is something that I look forward to. Same. And even just being able to openly talk about it with you and, and know that some people will eventually listen, that in itself just makes me feel more empowered about um, the father that I would be, right? Yeah. And that now I have an audio record of things that can hold me accountable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, you said you was going to be so-and-so <laughs> as a daddy. Yeah, yeah, go back and listen to your <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know well, um, I was already, I, I was clear that I want an au pair. So when yeah. my kids go back and listen to wonder why they got a, you know, an au pair present, I uh, said that was going to be an au pair present. Exactly. Just so we're clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your kids going to be living a luxury, <laughs> living a luxury, lavish life. I hear you. I hear you, man. But nah, that's what it's about also for us, just being able to utilize this as an avenue for therapy where we can openly express ourselves. And then also hope that people be able to, Take something away from it. You know? Yeah.